Hello again, Dwayne Brummett here with Ali Albarigo, SchoolOwnerTalk.com. Good morning, Ali. Good to be with you today. Yes, you too, Dwayne. It's great to talk to you on a Monday. I'm finally getting some nice weather. We've been like dreary and rainy the entire time for the last like 10 days in Long Island. So we got some nice sun out. I'm kind of, it's amazing at how it really lifts your spirit. Oh, yeah. Well, we're dreary here. So, <laughs> yeah, you wonder, you wonder like why like certain places where it's dark and, and dreary and, and how people are depressed and, you know, and sad because it certainly does just create a certain energy and a vibe and, and you know, a, a, a level of, uh, you know, vitality to your, to, your ener- to your life, you know. And speaking of that, you know, summer's around the corner for most of us. You know, some of my clients are in Australia. They're in winter now. Um, but uh, for the majority of people who hear our calls, you know, summer's around the corner and we wanted to chat like, like what, what are you doing? Like what, you know, what's exciting for you as far as, you know, events you're running, retail, um, you know, just things that you do with the school, what, you know, in this where most people are, and again, we love to hold up our quote fingers, are like going, this is the slow time of year. I'm going into my slow season. No, no, it's not. <laughs> you know, like what are you doing to make it awesome? Well, uh, of course, we we don't do like uh, what you do with the with the summer camps all all summer long. We we do normally we do three themed summer camps. Uh, this year, I'm only doing two just because my my head instructor who runs the summer camps um, he actually uh, he's expecting his first child during mm-hmm. the week that we normally do the summer camp for the you know in June. So we're only going to do two of them this year, uh, one in July and one in August. You know, so that's one thing. The other thing that we do, and and I don't know how in depth we want to get with this, but we do what we call a summer of fun. And part of that summer of fun is we have different theme days throughout the week, where right. whether it's whether it's hat day, whether it's shorts day, whether it's patriotic day, or favorite um, sports team uh, day, you know, those type of things. And when they come, when the kids come into class, we have or at the end of class we have um, tickets. And they're called right. summer fun tickets. And they, if they, they come in and, you know, just come to class, they get one ticket. But if they participate with whatever that theme is, they get, um, I believe, three tickets. And they write their name on it and they put it in a fish tank, uh, you know, at the front of the school. And at the end of every week, I draw for a prize. Now, of course, I got this little poster that's put up there and, and I got week one, two, three, you know, in the summer with June, July, and August, and then a, a one for a grant, you know, a, a room for a grand prize. Well, I give out I, a, um, I give out a gift card, a $5 gift card every week for, you know, one person to uh, um, uh, Oberwise, which is an ice cream shop that's here. And so I draw that at the end of every month, I get, I give a $10 gift card to Oberwise and, and, you could do Dairy Queen or, you know, a local place or whatever, you know, that I just, I know the owners of Oberwise. That's why I, I use them. And then at the end of the month, at the end of the summer, we give a hundred dollar, like a hundred dollar bill. So, uh, the, you know, retention is part of the deal where I want them to come in and, and uh, the more times they come into class, the more tickets they get, obviously the more opportunities to win. So <clears throat> different theme days, like, even for us, the last week of every month is sparring week. So during that sparring week, like one of the months is uh, popsicle day. And, you know, another one is lemonade day. Um, we've done water balloon day before where we, you know, have water balloon fights outside. Uh, okay. So there's different things along with that. Um, By the way, I'm we, not doing it. 
Go ahead. By the way, we call those water wars. It's so much more fun when you call it water wars. Water <laughs> wars, okay. Yeah. Um, we're not we're not doing this this year, but we've done this in the past, where we uh, we we've done kickball and and also wiffle ball. I would say kickball was uh, more popular, but what what I did was I had um, the instructors. This was on Friday nights, and so each instructor had their own team, and so the kids would sign up, and then we divide them up into teams, and and uh, you know we've had Friday like. We had enough where, let's say, I wouldn't say every instructor, but let's say about five instructors, you know, and they each each would have anywhere from eight to ten to twelve people on their team, and then we, you know, some some instructors would have a bye week, but what we did was we did the uh, the Friday night games, and then by the end of the summer when we'd have our picnic, whoever, you know, whichever team was the the two top teams, they ended up playing each other at the picnic together. Um, and that was a, that was a blast. We've done that, you know, many years where I, again, wiffle ball or, or um, uh, the, uh, the kickball. And, and again, that's just to develop a lot of fun, a lot of camaraderie. We even do, um, or I should like when we did those, we did it where we did kids versus adults. So, you know, we had one weekend where it was just the the, the kids versus the adults, um, and that was a blast. The adults had a just had a blast. It's adults break though. That's the that's the bad part, you know, because they don't realize that they're not <laughs> they can't they can't run like they used to, you know. So we yeah. we did unfortunately have a few of them that uh, uh, maybe one or two that you know, twisted an ankle or fell down. I mean, nobody was seriously hurt or anything like that. But so those are some of the things you know, to keep, keep it hopping within, within the school to, uh, to do that. And then we do an overnighter all, all the time in, in July. So there's a summer overnighter that we do. And I know you're opposed to overnighters, but uh, we do do one in the summer. Well, it's not, you know, Hey, listen, I'm not necessarily opposed to it. If it's something that you still like doing and you want to do, and it's good for your school. Um, you know, there are some reasons why I kind of I, I kind of encourage people who are not capable of doing it to not do it, um, you know, in, in their schools, meaning that, you know, certain schools don't have enough staff and they can't watch the kids properly or whatever the case or may be. Or cameras. Yeah, yeah, it's true. I mean, listen, I, I think that it's good. I, I personally have gotten to a point where my buddy and I, um, who meet for breakfast every Thursday, we talk about our bubble, you know, and, and about, you know, we hold our hands up about shoulder width apart, and sometimes we say we only have this much energy, you know, so I got to be careful what I choose to do according to my staff um, and making sure that I don't burn them out. But, uh, but listen, I, I have a friend who makes a fortune on overnighters. I mean, he charges like 79 bucks. He's got like 60 or 70 kids. I mean, that's massive money for less than a 24-hour span. So, I mean, you got that's a lot of people and a lot of money. So, um, interesting, though. But, uh, yeah, so anyway, um, as far as what you're saying is that what I'm hearing is you're injecting certain things, and I call it crazy, crazy days or something like that for summer. You know, and we're, we do very much the same thing. Um, but we sometimes will do ice pop day, so we'll get a big cooler and we'll put in those squeezy ice pops. So every kid who comes to class, including the adults, get to leave with a, you know, with a nice sugar-filled, uh, <laughs> refreshing ice pop. Right. You know, and then we do crazy hair day where they paint their hair all different colors and, you know, gel it and, you know, do weird things with it. We do pajama day. We do backwards day. 
where everything they wear is backwards and everything they do is backwards. So if we do army crawls forward, now we're doing it backwards. If we do bear walks, we do them backwards. If we do, you know, whatever drills and races, we do them backwards. Um, so, yeah, it's really the main goal is what you're saying is to create this energy that gives them something with some variety, you know, changes it up where they may be saying to themselves, so oh, it's summer, um, you know, I don't know, I'll just stay in the pool and play with my friends. Well, no, Johnny, don't forget, you got that crazy hair day today. Remember, we bought the colored dye to spray in and, you know, and then you get the parents behind it and the kids excited and it keeps retention up. And as we know, the more people attend, the more they feel bonded to the culture within our school, the more likely they are to stay and continue with their training and never stop. Right. And that's well, and I'll tell you, yeah, exactly. And, and I know it's harder to get the kids to the, to, to the studio um, in the summertime too. So, uh, you know, another thing, I don't even know if this is part of the topic to keep things exciting, but you know, we, um, uh, we, we, my, my class is shortened in the summertime. So the regular kids 45 minute class is, is a 30 minute class. And then my adults, which is a 45 minute class goes to 35 minutes. And, um, you know, our upgrade classes that are usually 15 minutes afterwards, those, those still stay at that, that, that time length. But, you know, my hours shorten a little bit just because, and, and by the way, the curriculum is, um, a little in the summertime, a little shortened too, where it's not as demanding. Um, hmm. Just be, you know, just because it, 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 I feel that it needs to be, you know, for right. uh, for what we're doing, and so that works out, I think, really good. The other thing we do is I offer morning classes. So I, what usually happens is I would say about mm, almost one third, not quite one third, but almost one third of my population will come to the mornings, and then two thirds at night, which is kind of freaky. Because when you're used to seeing, you know, that many people at night and then you're, you know, you're there at night and there's not that many people there that there usually is, you kind of go, wait, where is everybody? Oh, yeah, I got morning classes. So, yeah, you know, uh, that, we, that's kind of well, crazy, that's, but. that's a great idea. And we do that as well. I think that it's excellent for people to, if they're, you know, if they're a full-time school and they can do that, um, to offer, offer that up because certain parents would love you know, let's, if it's early in the morning, they could get it out of the way. They can continue on with their day. They don't have to rush home. They could swim in the pool. You know, parents like yes. it if they're home from work, um, you know, so that they don't have to, you know, worry about rushing and, and you know, or, around in the mid part of the day. They just get it over with, and then they get to relax the rest of the day. So I do that as well, and I think that it's a great thing. It's always worked well for us, and, yes, you're right. It is kind of like you say to yourself, uh-oh, what's going on? But then you have to remind yourself that it's not – a problem. It's the overall attendance, and it, they just happen to be switching that 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 time period. Right, and then I, I will say this: the uh, the reason I did the shorter class times too was because when I decided to open up um, uh, morning classes, I, I I did it purely out of uh, payroll perspective. You know, because now I have people that I'm paying to come in the morning to teach that you know I didn't have before, and so I needed to make sure that I could match payroll and the, the the best way I knew how to do that was to cut out you know time at night so I deferred some of the payroll costs to the morning and so that was the other reason that I you know did the shorter classes and then of course you know the um, uh, the way that you deliver it to your clients is well summertime everybody's busy and and uh, you know the, the the and this is true though I mean the curriculum is a little bit lighter in the summer and and uh, you know so uh, the delivery 
I don't tell them, well, you know, the other reason I did it is because of payroll. I the match. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, truth be told, that was part of the, the process. And I, I don't know if we want to talk about this, but you know, the other thing is you're right. The, the, the summertime should be busy, crazy busy, not just with all the other activities, but you should have uh, a lot of people trying out your, your martial arts school, doing some sort of uh, trial for the summer. Um, I, I mine this year, just like it was last year, uh, is three months of martial arts training for thirty nine ninety five plus a free uniform. And right, you know, you, you, I, I, I don't know how many people we had. I think we had like thirty seven, thirty eight, thirty nine, somewhere around there last year that that did the trial. And so, if you think about that, if you have, um, you know, you have them coming in. Uh, you have them being a part of the culture for those three months. Obviously, you want them to sign up, but you have these other events such as the overnighters that they've never been to that they can come to, the right. uh, summer camps that they've never been to that they can come to. Also, I mean, we do we do T-shirt summer. So in order to wear a T-shirt, like if you don't want to wear your uniform top, you can wear a T-shirt, but it has to be a TriStar T-shirt. Well, every right. single year we come up with a new uh, t-shirt for the summer, sometimes two different ones, but at least one. And, um, most of the kids have already outgrown their t-shirt from last year. And so they need to buy a new one or some of them buy two of them just so they can, you know, like two different styles. So they can have one on one day and one on the other day when they come, because normally they come at least two times a week. And yeah. so there are, you have these new trials, even though they're like for us are 40 buck trials, but there's other things that they can do. And, uh, other experiences they can have by by doing these other events and buying the t-shirts and, and and those type of things. Yeah, and you know what, Joanna, what you're saying to me makes totally perfect sense. And you know, it's something that you know my brain works this way naturally now. And I say now with emphasis because back in the day it didn't. Like you know, when I first opened up my school, I was afraid and embarrassed to even mention that they should pay their tuition. Like I was afraid to approach a student who was behind by a month or two on their tuition because to me I was taught that the martial arts was the martial arts and business was business. You try to keep them both separate. Um, I didn't follow any of the concepts or principles that I would normally follow when I ran my other company, which was my landscape construction company. And then one day I had an epiphany and I said, why am I not thinking like a business owner? I mean, don't I deserve to be treated properly? and make the money that any other professional in their field, whether it be a psychologist, who's probably one of the, you know, one of the, or a doctor, you know, people that have morals built into their code of ethics, and why is it that they don't feel bad charging you $75 an hour for a session, and I have, I feel almost guilty and embarrassed, right? So, um, interestingly enough, I, I then had this epiphany, and I said, well, if I'm going to run a professional business and I want people to have a professional experience, I have to charge the right amount of money so that I can afford to give them that experience, right? It's almost like saying, okay, you go to Disney and uh, they don't have greeters in the parking lot because they cut back on payroll. They don't have people at the rides. They shut down, you know, It's a Small World and all these other rides and some of the events because they don't have the people because they don't want to charge the money. They would never do that, right? So we have to look at our business and say, you know, let's charge the right amount and let's create a customer experience that is like no other and, and then be able to give it to them. And that includes having 
you know, summer camps and having, um, you know, private lessons and, and doing, you know, special events and having shirts available for purchase, you know, that kind of thing. You know, all these things that we talked about are all business, but it's all common sense. Do you agree? Uh, I, I, I do. I don't know about the common sense part because there was a time that I didn't know that I should be doing all this. And, um, You're right. you know, now, right. now looking back, yeah, of course it should have been common sense, but you know, it goes back to what we talked about before. You don't know what you don't know until you're exposed to it. Uh, the exactly. idea. Yeah. And even then when you're exposed to the idea, I remember the first time that I made it mandatory that they had to buy a TriStar uh, t-shirt in order to be involved with t-shirt summer. And that was a big deal. Just going, right. you know, yeah, well, yeah, in order to do t-shirt summer here, you have to have one of ours. You know, now it's well, not that, now it's not that, that big a deal to say that to somebody. And you know, what's interesting <laughs> that, you know, if you, um, you know, if you have, uh, you know, a uniform in your school, in my school, it's mandatory that, well, by the way, just so the way we, you and I differ, we never, ever have T-shirt uh, events um, and, and because we're always in full uniform. So we, you know, my school, the way I look at it is my school is always maintaining at least a 69 to 70 degree temperature. So even during summer, um, you know, we're not really getting to the point where it's too hot. However, I do understand, hey, it's summer mentally, let's just wear a lighter weight whatever, um, but I don't do that. But anyway, my school, though, on the other hand, is very much a school where it's mandatory to have under your uniform a specific dojo shirt. And um, only one brand, one style are they allowed to use. They can't wear a Star Wars shirt. They can't do anything else. They have to actually wear what we, we call our uniform. And um, we sell, ten, I mean, over the years, over the 25 years, you have to imagine, I probably sell tens of thousands, I've sold tens of thousands of shirts to my clientele. Each student probably buys, you know, 20, 30 shirts throughout their lifetime. You know, they get old, they get worn down, they get lost, they want a second one, it's dirty, it's in the laundry. So these are reasons why we have to look at how we kind of plug things into our system. I have a school right now that I do coaching with that is also um, going to make it mandatory for them to wear a specific shirt under their uniform. Because I said, listen, even if the old people don't want to do it, you can, you know, they might get mad at you. The new people are going to find it to be part of the culture, and they're just going to do it. And now you've already continually built in ancillary sales to the T-shirt, you know, and now you're going to sell hundreds of them a year. So that, may, you know, even if you sell 100 shirts and you make a $10 profit, that's $1,000 in your pocket, right, that you've made, um, that you would have never made because you were a little unsure of how you should push that into your curriculum. And, you know, right. you know, Catholic schools, they have no problem telling you you have to have the mandatory shirt, the mandatory pants, the mandatory tie, you know, and that's the look. Why are we, as a military school, martial arts means military, why are we not doing that? You know, that's the yeah. question. Well, we're, we, we're, yeah, well, we're afraid. We're afraid of, uh, you know, making our, our, our current members angry and, and uh, the new people, and you're right, the new people have no idea. It's just part of the culture. Oh, this is what you do. Um, right, yeah, I'm supposed to have a shirt under my uniform? Okay, no problem. They would never ever think to go, well, how dare you make us buy stuff? You know, some of the old parents, you know, the older clients that have been with you a while, they may say that because they're, you know, you're changing something. The minute you change something, people think it's for all re the wrong reasons, right? But when, you know, when it's part of the program they're buying into, initially they're going to do it. There's not a question. Well, and maybe... 
And maybe you give them, you know, a little coupon or something. Everybody that's a current member right now gets a T-shirt at a discount, you know, and they're, they're one T-shirt, the first T-shirt at a discount if this is the first time you've ever done it. I mean, and you don't have to do that, but, you know. And that's exactly what I did, by the way, of, uh, with the new school that's implementing the T-shirts. I said, buy 100 T-shirts. Pay for it out of your pocket and give it to all your old members and say you get one T-shirt because this is our new rule. Here you go. You know that they're going to go, well, give me a second one. And, you know, so you invest a few hundred bucks, everyone is happy, um, and now you create a rule that is an instantaneous um, a marketing machine for retail income, right? And that's really right. what we should be doing on a regular basis, you know. And I, I think that, you know, when I said before it's common sense, for me, that's why I said now, for me, I look at things and I say, well, how am I going to make this um, beneficial to me? You know, how am I going to make this work for our school? And, uh, you know, that's so important for us to understand that concept. You know, you've got to look into the future. Like, you know, how is it built into your program? You know, what is it that's going to guarantee your results that are not just going to be these one-hit wonders but an ongoing marketing machine? That, right. You know, that well, and it goes back to what we've talked about before is, you know, when we do something, you know, how, how can we have legs on it? You know, how can it be more of a spider <laughs> where it right, reaches right. and touches more things. And and your retail is even a part of that as well. So, yeah. yeah I, look, I, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I, I, I like that idea. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, and, you, you know, if you look at everything you do that way, then you'll start thinking differently overall. Like, for example, we just had a Mother's Day training, right? And um, uh, we invite all the parents. And a lot of my friends in the area picked up on the idea. It's not something that is so original that I invented it. I probably stole it from someone else. However, every single Mother's Day, we invite all the kids to invite all their parents. And the moms come down and train with the kids. Uh, sometimes we just have them come down. Other times we've had car washes in our parking lot where they'd pull in. I'd be out with my entire demo team washing cars. They'd hand me the keys. I'd wash their car. I'd pull it into the parking spot. So when they came out of class having a fun time, they left. They had, um, they had their car washed, you know. Um, this year we gave away free T-shirts. So we, uh, we basically went out. My, I have to give my program manager, Anthony, a credit because he designed the shirt. I gave him the idea of how to do it. I said, go out and seek out at least four sponsors. He goes, oh, that's easy. I'll just talk to, you know, four of our parents. So we got... Uh, you know, a tanning salon, we got a painting company, we got uh, a haircutting place, and I forget what the other one was, uh, I think a restaurant. They paid us 75 bucks a person to be sponsored on the back of the shirt. We raised $300. I think the shirts ended up costing me like 420 or something like that, and um, maybe a little bit more, so I ended up paying only 150 bucks or $140 out of my pocket. The rest was sponsored. I'm helping parents' businesses, and now we have parents running around with this shirt that says, you know, Ninja Mom, and on the back it has my logo, and it has all the sponsored businesses. So, you know, it's something cool, and, you know, it's funny. I sat at the desk at the end, and Anthony, my program manager, said to the one mom, she goes, what shirt would you like? And she didn't come to train with her kid. It's like, oh, you know, I don't really wear T-shirts, you know, okay, but, you know, here, you know, take one. No, nah, I don't really, you know, and then he's like, they're free. Oh, my God, they're free? What? Okay, I'll have a, a large, you know. Like they thought we were trying to sell <laughs> shirt. And then, she's, then she was blown away. She's like, this is the nicest thing that I've ever heard. This is so cool. You did this with all the moms. And it just brought such great energy to the school. And, um, 
you know, now they're running around town with our shirt on. I think they'll probably be more likely to buy another shirt if we design something that had to do with moms of the dojo, um, another retail item that we could be selling, um, and a whole bunch of cool stuff. So anyway, we have to think in the way, like going like outside the box. We're not going to the dojo like that old commercial years ago from Dunkin' Donuts is a company by me. I don't know if they have them by you. Um, or, you know, and they, you know, the guy would be like, ah, he'd wake up early in the morning, I gotta make the donuts, you know, and he would just go, right, he'd right. make the donuts, and he'd go home. That's how we sometimes run our school, you know, we're there from four every day, we're robots, yeah, we teach exciting and motivating and cool classes, but sometimes we're, we're so far behind as far as mentality, right? Agreed, yeah. And yeah. I mean, we, I understand we get tired because we're doing everything. Um, right. You know, we're, we are the marketer, the, the, the mentor, the teacher, the bookkeeper, the, you know, everything. And it gets tiring. I, I totally understand that. And this isn't the time for this on this call, but, and that's where you, you know, you block out time for certain things. But um, is there anything else that you do, you know, for summertime that we haven't talked about either be it retail or, events um or what have you i mean do you guys have a summer tournament or you know because i know we need to end the call but go ahead yeah you know in in my world i i do i have a tournament circuit so we're running a tournament every two and a half months um but um as far as uh you know things that i do within my school we're going to do and here's a really big one that we always do which is really part it's kind of like a fourfold uh reason behind it is I do a kick pad seminar. And I think you've done this before, Dwayne, at your school. And, um, and basically what I do is I pull all the parents in that want to come to the seminar. We sell one of those hand targets, the little seven-by-seven seven square hand targets. You could buy them from Century Asian World or any of those companies. My store uh, touches them. Um, and, uh, and anyway, we, give, we get them at a wholesale discount. We buy a bulk of them, so we get them very, very cheap. And then um, we include it in the price. I'll, I'll charge like... 30 bucks, including the retail value of the hand target, which is 20 bucks. So the parents are going, oh, I'm only paying 10 bucks for this seminar. They come down with their kids, they train, and we give them a list of drills on paper so that they don't, you know, they won't forget it. And it's written in their language so that when they, when they look at it, they could understand what we did in class. I educate the parents on how to coach their children, what words to use, what words not to use, motivational ways to coach. And then I give the parents a tool for them to sit back and really just enjoy time doing martial arts with their kids. It, it's better than running out and having them have a catch with a baseball um, because now, you know, now the martial arts is on the sideline. But if I teach a parent how to coach their kid or how to do a one-two punch, duck, jab, roundhouse, they're going, come on, let's go out in the backyard and do some moves. Let's do it in the living room. And they go home with the pad. And, um, and I basically, the reason why I say it's fourfold, one, it's a fun activity between the parent and the, the kid. Two, um, they have a tool, so I'm retailing something to them, and uh, they have something to bring home and use. Three, they're taking martial art practice out of the dojo and bringing it into their house. And, and instead of martial arts only being in the school, because most parents feel funny about doing martial arts because they don't have an education in it. And four, I'm you know, not only educating the parents on how to be better parents and coaches, I'm giving them tools to do that, but I'm also creating a bonding experience for their children and themselves. So how, what better place to do it than the martial arts school, right? And now that's no. another source of income. So right? you, do, you, do one of, yeah, you do one of those every summer then, basically? Uh, definitely every summer. It could be spring, you know, late, late spring, you know, summer. It, could be, it really all depends on my schedule, but that's one of our 
are staple items. And then I'm doing a big women's self-defense seminar because after Mother's Day I mentioned it and I primed everyone and said, hey, how many women would love to do like a little mini one-day, two-hour seminar with me on how to defend yourselves and awareness? And like every mom raised their hand. So if I even charge like 19 bucks, but give them a $10 rebate if they bring a friend kind of thing. I'll have a packed house and, um, you know, uh, you know, it'll be a, just a great day that I educate the parents and hopefully they'll like what they do. Some might join, some might do the kickboxing instead. Some might just have a good experience and, and leave with good things to say about us. Right, right. Right. So, yeah, so there's so many, you and I have so many ideas. We could go on for hours on what we should be doing. Um, I, I suggest, and you know, we, we started off doing our calls with not really talking about what we do, but you and I, are, we do great coaching. We have that next level school owner club um, that's available, which is super powerful. I mean, people get marketing ideas. They get to hear, depending on the level that they join, they get to hear, you know, the different, you know, talks about you and I when we're just venting to each other called dirty laundry. They get, you know, um, you know business tips and systemization and and you know, how to work with their staff and employees. I mean, it's endless, right? Um, and that's something that we have now available for people to just join very inexpensively. Um, so uh, if I urge people to take a look on the side of the website that we have, which is uh, on the uh, Next Level School Owners Club or, and, and also School Owners Talk. So yeah, yeah. I mean, you can get information there at schoolownertalk.com or um, you can even go to – it's not Next Level School Owner Club, like the um, the words, but it is the letter. So, you know, right. um, you know nlsoc.com. Um, right. But, yeah, hopefully this gives, uh, you know, our listeners some encouragement and, and, and some ideas for the summer. And, you know, I will just say this. If a lot of it sounds overwhelming, just pick one. Pick one and put it into practice for this summer and then create it, you know, after you pick it, obviously create it uh, uh, in a way that you are able to duplicate it every single year without a lot of extra work. And then once you create it that way and have it systematized so that every year you're able to come back and just, you know, put it into practice instead of, you know, maybe this year it takes you, I don't know, five hours or six hours to get it off the ground. But then next year, since you did all that prep work, now it only, you know, it only takes you an hour to get it going. And then, and you know what, Dwayne, then I'm next gonna, year you do the next thing. Go ahead. I'm going to go out on the limb um, and, and offer this to everyone. I'm not going to ask you to attach any documents or any paperwork at all because that's easy for people to download and just ignore. But if they're really serious and they want to learn, you know, 10 tips, that I could help them have a great summer. And I don't know if you want to do this, but I know I'll offer it. If they want that, all they have to do, I will do a free one-on-one -on -one call with them, you know, for like 20 minutes. And I'll not only help them craft out a step-by-step -step plan for any one thing that they want, but I'll also do it so that they could learn the systems that we just talked about so that there are no questions, no need for them to reinvent the wheel. I will then, after I explain it to them and teach them how to do it, I'll then send them the support information. But I'm, the reason why I'm offering this, they're going to have to email me. Um, and uh, the reason, and it's, by the way, my email is shihan at liNinja.com, S-H-I-H-A-N at L-I, like Long Island, ninja, N-I-N-J-A.com. And um, if they email me, I will set up a time with them to talk to them, totally 100% free, no obligation. I'm not trying to sell them on anything, but I want to see them, you know, step forward a little and actually, you know, uh, you know, make the effort so that I know that they're not going to waste the time and waste my time and waste their own time. 
Sounds good to me. Well, Allie, cool. I appreciate your your uh, your time, and and I always love talking with you. So hopefully, uh, you guys as owners, you know, picked up some good information and share this information with other individuals, um, you know, that you know, and they don't necessarily have to be in the martial arts industry. They 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 could be in a similar industry, but um, definitely your martial arts friends, uh, you know, share this information with them. And just send them to schoolundertalk.com. Um, Allie, have a great day, and uh, we'll talk to everybody next time. Thanks, Dwayne.